Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Hinton. Give me a phone call. That was great. That was awesome. That was <laughs> Project Bill Bond Vice. Thank you for consuming the Thunder Nerds. A conversation with the people behind the technology that love what we do and do tech good. Ha! We're doing good today at DevFest Florida. Where are we at? Orlando, Florida. Where in Orlando? DevFest Florida. Oviedo. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure what you're looking for there. <laughs> More details, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and we're with our first guest, <laughs> Dylan Israel. Dylan, welcome to the show. Yeah, tell us a little bit about you, Dylan. Yeah, so I'm uh, a senior software engineer. I'm a big JavaScript guy. I have a YouTube channel, podcast, side projects. Uh, Two-time college dropout. <laughs> so little nice. All right, way to go. I like this record. So, what's your what's your YouTube? What's your uh, what's, what are these projects? Yeah, so um, YouTube.com/slash/coningtutorials360. Uh, Dylan Israel. I have about a thousand videos now in live streams. Wow. Every Friday, I like to do like a, a mentoring session where essentially it's just people come in. It's usually somewhere between fifty and hundred people, and we provide direction because like that was something I remember wanting very drastically when I was a, a junior or aspiring developer. And then uh, I also have a podcast called Self-Taught or Not. And so Ooh. that's sort of my uh, my main, two main things. But there's a couple other things. Self-Taught or Not, so why, why, why did you do something like that? What's... So, I mean, one thing that much like learning is I think different mediums accomplish different things and are mm -hmm. presented in different ways. So like when you're trying to get good at software development, you should always learn from multiple sources, not just video, not just books, not just meetups. They want to have all of it and you know, you're going to take in different pieces. And so when I partnered up with uh, my, my co-host, Eric Hanchett, who's also another YouTuber and oh, two-time Vue.js author, it was, uh, he's sort of the, for lack of a better word, the not, because he's, he has like a, you know, he's the bachelor's and master's type guy and I'm the, the two-time college dropout, so I'm the more of the self-taught stuff. And so it adds this nice little flavor where different perspectives but we sort of do the same job at the end of the day oh i love that yeah so what is your talk about today so my talk today might be a little bit misleading by the topic because i i was a little <laughs> as as my first sort of um conference talk uh it i went a little broad but it's clean typescript and testing but minimal Minimal time on the testing because I went a little long. Okay. But the 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 goal, <laughs> yeah, there is some testing. Uh, I don't want to do the old clickbait. But um, the the goal that I'm trying to do is take a very practical example of how we can not depend on third party dependencies and mm -hmm. utilizing better data models with TypeScript. And then we do a little bit of testing, utilizing some of that. And if, to wrap it up, the last five minutes are some VS Code settings to make your TypeScript experience a little bit more automated, a little bit easier, some very practical stuff that, you know, so you don't have to auto-lint, for instance, and it'll just okay. do it for you. Nice. So, like, who's the, who's the audience for this? What, what level do you think this is for? I think anyone that uses TypeScript, period, and sort of intermediate, because we, we are going into some higher-level stuff, um, you know, depending, TypeScript's interesting because it takes some items that you aren't comfortable in JavaScript. If you've ever worked in JavaScript, the idea of, access modifiers or abstract classes or some of these higher level things aren't really something that you've been introduced to unless you've maybe worked in C-sharp or other things. And so we're gonna talk about some of those features that, you know, and how to utilize them in a very practical way. What would you tell people that don't leverage TypeScript that might go, you know what, I'm thinking about this. What would you tell them like, well, here's the advantages. This is why you should do it. 
Yeah. Uh, just do it. <laughs> hold them down. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. Sort of with like um, testing in general. It's the same thing as that. Um, you know, there are, if you go and look up like stats on why you should do PRs and why, like the numbers speak to it is that a lot of times it makes your job as a developer easier. Mm. And so one of the things we actually try to tackle in TypeScript in my talk is why we should never use an any because it defeats the purpose and problems it causes. But if you look at like, you know, there's been a couple studies um, with doing PRs that one hour PR saves like 40 hours of bug finding and TypeScript there's other studies that show like, hey, these 12, like 12% 12 of all errors uh, in JavaScript are type related. So you sort of have this ability to make your code um, safer, but more than anything else, I think it adds to readability, which is about 90% of your job as a developer is making sure that you can understand yeah. the guy's code that was here last time. <laughs> yeah, that's always a, a problem we have when somebody goes back in and they go, what, what was this junk? What were they thinking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's like more type safe, right? Because you actually have the, the structure. Yeah, and a mm. lot of, uh, and so some of the critiques of TypeScript is that at the end of the day, it compiles to JavaScript, which of course, right? And that, <laughs> that there are no <laughs> version yeah. Yeah. Um, We can't run them natively? Yeah, exactly. But it stops you in development from making those mistakes that now aren't going to be present in your JavaScript. And so it's sort of a, um, same reason write test. Like in theory, we all should write working code that doesn't have any issues. But in practice, you know, things happen and we need to maybe put some checks and balances. And I, I think it's one of those items to really put that checks and balances, make your job easier at the end of the day. So a big advantage is keeping us accountable. Exactly. Yeah. What, what, what's another, like, one of the big major things? Um, well, I think it supports the... So like your old talk. Yeah, yeah. I'll do <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes. Go. Just one more. <laughs> yeah. um, I think for me, one thing that I'm very big on is um, clean code and like the solid principles and True. items like that, that that maybe are a little bit like from a junior developer standpoint, may, might be a little bit higher, uh, more detailed oriented that you're ready for. But as you go and get to that mid or senior level are sort of design patterns and, and principles that are gonna make your code easier to work with. And <clears throat> I think TypeScript lends itself to doing some of that. So one of the things that I'll be talking about in my talk is two of those principles, the open closed and the dependency inversion principle mm. and how we're able to utilize that with TypeScript and a little bit of Angular because a you know, good amount of developers that do TypeScript do Angular and be able to apply that. Love that. What, what actually got you into TypeScript? Is this, this seems like a passion for you, obviously. Yeah, I, so really it was just quitting my first job for a better job. And so like that sort of, you know, you <laughs> yeah. go and you always want to learn some, some items that are better and going to make you more money. And, I, and once I, I showed up thinking I was going to be doing JavaScript and like an Angular JS app, and they're like, no, 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 you're doing Angular and TypeScript. I'm like, cool. And then once I dove into it, I, I loved it, and I, I've never turned back. And so part of that is just being able to see as I've made these mistakes. And my talk is designed in such a fashion is that we're not just, we're going to work through an example, and we're not going to just go from zero to, like, best example. We're going to go through the full thought process. Okay, this is what I did next. This is what happened here. And as you go and Work, I think the longer you work in, in TypeScript and you work with it, you start seeing more benefits. And sort of the same way I feel about testing. People who don't like testing oftentimes haven't been exposed to it. Mm, that's interesting. And your, your talk, uh, do you think you'll make it within the time frame? It sounds like you yeah. <laughs> sounds like you're talking about earlier. Like I, I, I made it at, so I, I practiced this three times at home with my girlfriend who 
She's not nice. quite a developer yet, but she's she's studying Did to she be learn? one. Did she learn one? Um, she said she didn't understand most of it, but it is an intermediate talk, so she's not quite there. But uh, I did 35 minutes, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, and I cut out some stuff. So we, uh, we're we going to cover 40 minutes and then take 10 minutes of questions. I think we'll get there, though. Oh, that's I a mean, good formula. I like yeah. it. So I, one thing that sped that up is I did nothing but slides. Like, I didn't want to do some code and type it out. So every live demo? Yeah, no. Nothing will break. Straight in production. Never, never yeah. does. Yeah. So how long did it take you to actually build the talk? So it's, it's interesting because I, I knew what I wanted to talk about when I submitted my talk, but I had yet to build the talk, yeah. and, um, which is why I had to cut some stuff out. Uh, but I, I sort of, really this last week, I sort of, in my mind, I mentally mapped it. I created an outline over like two weeks and then started implementing it, and then you start find, finding a little bit of holes in your, your logic. You go through your slides like, oh, man, this isn't what I meant to show at all. And then you, you, know, <laughs> you just spice it up with some memes and things like that. And yeah. so, yeah. It took, I'd say, about a week, week and a half. Wow. Yeah. No, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Were, were you up late at night, uh, last night? Yes, yeah, so weekend. I was. I was. Uh, this morning? I, yeah, <laughs> it was. It's a, that's like my biggest fear is like, maybe my code example is like, because they're, they're not actual code at this point. They're screenshots of code. Yeah. Maybe I made a typo somewhere. Are, are you sure your slides are still okay? I know. I can't oh, delete man. them? No. no. <laughs> 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 what did you write to me? Are you keynote? No, I just use Google Slides. So Google slides, I'm, okay. I'm all about free software. So I don't care. Like what if the service goes <laughs> down? <laughs> yeah. We really do appreciate uh, all the work. Yeah. I'll just, just whiteboard it out. I'll be like, this yeah. is what I was going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's you all know along. So well, you just say it without like the slides? More or less. So what do you do when you're not coding? I do related coding projects so uh i, I mean between so the road to burnout gotcha yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right. which is an interesting topic because i get that question and i i think that you should people burn out way too quickly and i think you need to it's almost like a rubber band where you need to stretch that burnout level and so mm. some endurance people, i like it yeah and well, endurance. Endurance. because if, if you don't you're not really preparing yourself for corporate america and they're not going to care <laughs> and they're not going to care if you burn out so you need to sort of stretch that endurance and so um, nowadays, I don't get burned out, but between um, podcast and YouTube channel, building courses, the book I'm writing, and doing things like this, it's really just I walk my dogs. So like, I spend time with my girlfriend and walk my dogs. What kind of dogs you got? Two Australian Shepherds. So, ah, uh, their names? Uh, Gator, because we wanted to name them after something very Floridian, because I'm not native Florida. Uh -huh. And then Boise, because eventually we plan to move to Idaho, Boise, Idaho, where my family. Oh, nice. oh, it's really cool. You know, if you need a book in my Sarah is an author. Oh What's the book, Frederick? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, they do this to me every episode. <laughs> if they I just, had the book with they me, it's funny. Speaking of your book, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit the, about the book that you can. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can tell you about it. The I, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll start to finish. <laughs> Check um, it out. Yeah. Oh, I, I like to describe it as a basically a hundred blog post and essentially it's, oh, that'd be a great it's title. yeah, that's a great title. Um, I, I call it, um, going rogue, the self-taught developers playbook. And that's the general idea is a bunch of less technical in nature, but sort of, um, you know, things like how to interact with recruiters. I have this, I have this other idea of like negative role models. I'm not motivated by people who are doing good in life and like chasing after them. I find it much more, have much more motivating to see people who are like 
people I don't want to be like. And then, because instead of chasing after them, I'm running like hell not to be like them. <laughs> right, so right. I talk about things like that and, um, you know, developers who have shaped me. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's about a about hundred different topics. And that's, that's the idea. I'm, I was hoping to get it out this year, but uh, I didn't quite meet that goal, but I was hoping to get it out last year. I didn't quite meet that goal, but this is the year. <laughs> this is the year. 2020. 2020 is coming out. Yeah. February. Yeah. January 1st. <laughs> It's hard. December. Yeah. It's hard work. So it takes a long time. Yeah, lots you have a lot of experience. Yeah, lots of editing. I had, I had an awesome co-author before Davis. And we worked together. We actually used uh, GitLab in the beginning. So we're using basically like a repo with our writing and going Which back I think forth. is pretty cool. Yeah, it was yeah. it was so much easier. And then when we get to the end where we had to work with the publisher, we had to use but, you, but, but you're using TypeScript to write your book, stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ideally. <laughs> So, what what do you do though to relax? Honestly, like what when you get away from the screen, what it takes naps, obviously. Yeah, yeah I mean, do you I, have a hobby outside I, of like you I, know. I mean, the short answer is not really, but sort of. Uh, so it is spend time with my dogs and just do the normal stuff that you do. Take sure. them to the dog park. Uh, I do like to watch esports though. So like that's something oh, okay. that in between my in between like working on projects, I'll go down. I'll have it up on the you know the the TV in the living room, and so I'll watch like. The League of Legends finals or something like that, or Hearthstone, and I don't really play video games too much. But besides that, and like watching some anime, like very oh geeky here we, sort here of we go favorite anime. Oh god! Oh, Worms uh, has been open right now. It's My Hero Academia. I'm oh really? really I really see. I haven't got it. I haven't tried it yet. Oh, it's fantastic. Is it okay? Try it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you have to try it to see if you like it. I okay. I've, I've just gotten off of um, Violet Evergarden, which I love. Okay, that's that's on Netflix. Right? That's on Netflix. I, I, I it it is beautiful. It's like all these like sweet love stories. It's I'm just it's, like it's really British, British, Yeah, <laughs> this is like my 17 year old son trying to tell me about his show. What else? <laughs> um, <laughs> in terms of anime, I mean, uh, there's that's the main one I'm watching right now. So it's like I only watch like 30 minutes, but I've I've watched hundreds of anime series. It's been something I've been doing since a child and. It's sort of funny. I've been dating my girlfriend for about ten years now, mm -hmm. um, which I could probably do a talk on that because people seem very fascinated by that you're still dating at ten years and not well, married. People love to give you yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah, what you yeah. Want, man. Uh, exactly. But uh, I remember when we first started dating, it was sort of like so keep this a little bit hidden, and then eventually she started watching it with me. It's oh, been nice. an experience. Oh, nice. Darling in the Franks, best ending ever or no? Dar I haven't seen Darling in the Franks. Wow, you yeah. It's, it's perfect. I saw the look of disappointment on Frederick's face. I think we like different anime genres because, like, the first thing that you were, you were like very emotional. So I'm like, I'm one of those like, I'm I like the over the top action. Okay. Oh, I do head. too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I did kidding. get you wrong a little bit. Yeah, as you, you should. All those feelings. Yeah, yeah I, I like. Yeah. I like. I'm more like the ones where everybody's crying and dying. Okay. Yeah, that's my favorite anime. My son the same. Yeah, he likes these super emotional ones. Like he's like, oh, it's so sad. It's they, like, yeah. okay. they make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm not ready to deal with those I don't like emotions. Yeah, I'm more of that depressed <laughs> generation where you just sort of swallow your feelings and die early. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's more so. Uh, I like that. Yeah, you're an old Swallow your yeah. feelings and die early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last thing well, I should book first. <laughs> Last thing, let me ask you. If you couldn't be in front of a computer ever again, what would you do professionally? That's something I've thought quite a bit about and I'm very practical dot guy uh -huh. in that fashion and I would do something very practical I'd probably be an electrician something that uh -huh. because yeah. traditional schooling is not for me as I've learned that 
uh, twice now. And so I, I would say, okay, what is something that is going to have a good salary? This is how I ended up in development. I said, I want something that has a good salary, good job growth, and lots of jobs. And that's really why I define as a good job. And that was what I ended up deciding on. Nice, I like it. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. It's practical. Oh, one punch man, we could agree on that. Yes. Okay. Season one much better than season two. So two. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that show is so ridiculous though. I mean Yeah. It's Sarah's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Like the premise that. is there are these people fighting and there's this one guy who does was it, hundred push ups, hundred every day. Yeah, he, and he's like ridiculously powerful and can like one one, one punch, punch okay. destroy someone, which is so or anything. Or anything. It's yeah. Just yeah, no, so weird. I'm, I'm good. I don't think I need to see that. <laughs> Excellent. So um, where can people find out more about you? Where should they go? Yeah, I mean, you can always just Google Dylan Israel, take it to my uh, channel, you know, youtube.com uh, slash bonetorial360, self-taught or not for the podcast, right. or my website, dylanisrael.com, and other things nice. will show up. Oh, Excellent. Yeah. yeah, lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you for doing this, the, this with us and being a speaker here, and we appreciate talking. Yeah, yeah and you're up at 1 o'clock, right? One twenty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll see see how it goes. Maybe they'll invite me back next year for better or worse. It'll Hopefully be, the power doesn't go out. Yeah, it'll be an experience. Stop saying stuff like that. Oh, that's horrible. No, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks everybody for watching. We got a lot coming up more. Take care. Thanks for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us a review. Kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?